Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! Yo! What is going on? My name's Hartzell, and this ride, here, it's your KC Morning Show! Alright, I'm not supposed to have done that. I just got my voice back. Like, literally just got my voice back. But anyway, Kansas City, the KC Morning Hoes. What's the word, y'all? Happy hump day. Bye, bye. So here's what I've got going on today. I'm actually headed to UCM, going to Big Warrensburg, baby. Gonna be taking a tour and hanging out with like the president, talking to some students. I'm very excited. I'll make sure I post some pictures later, but I am very excited to go kick it on campus college. I miss college. So on the show today, we're going to kick it with Benny Heist, do a sports thing. Then back in your feeds tomorrow, myself and Professor Harvey K going to be reclaiming that radical history. We usually do it on Tuesdays, but I didn't have a voice, so we're going to do it on Thursday like tomorrow then full show back in your feeds on friday conditions ideal my friends a good day to be a kansas city and up next benny heiss from betsided.com my name's hartzel we'll see you in the morning bye a sports thing is the managing editor of betsided.com but on this show you know we call him the manager and chief benny heist my brother how are you how is your holiday fill me in I, there's been multiple holidays since we've last talked hard so it's great it's great to talk to you man like it's been it's been a while it's been a hot minute very good thanksgiving uh it was good to uh to hang with uh with the in-laws my uh my two and a half year old completely polished off his plate and probably had seconds or thirds like he's this kid eats everything in front of him. Like this, it's not just like a. I'm gonna have a piece of turkey and a little bit of mac and cheese. Like everything that was available, he was partaking in. And now the the nine month old, he's starting to eat salads and stuff too. So like he cleaned the plate. So I, I came to the realization that when these kids get, I don't know, like 13 years from now, it, my food bill is gonna be more expensive than my mortgage. <laughs> so that's something to look forward to. But it was really nice. And then uh, we are in the midst of the Jewish holiday of Hanukkah. Yeah. So night four of uh, the eight crazy nights. My oldest is starting to like get back in the swing of, of opening presents because uh, we try and do like a little one each day. And uh, I worry that, you know, about four or five days from now, he's going to come home, look for the presents, and there's not going to be any, and he's going to be very sad. But you have a good holiday, man. You, you doing well? I got no complaints. To say, to say I got a complaint now would just be fishing for a compliment. Here we are, brother, on the back end of 2021. We're just trying to see it home, man. Let's just get to glory. See the finish line. Don't run to the line. Run through the line. Look at you. You're, 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 talking, like, uh, you're talking like you were like a one-time outstanding track athlete you're just trying to throw the cliches in one day at a time you know just trying to help the team win and it's like i don't even know you anymore i was a high school hero not only that i'm an all-state track and field coach benny heist you know i used to tell my kids all the time you win the curve you win the race boys and girls first of all like i i've learned quite a lot about you i, I did not know 
your your expertise from your time in track like like i knew you're an athlete like i, I knew you could play i did not know that about you like you were you were all state benny i ran in college haven't we talked about this benny i thought i knew you i don't know Hard you so. at all like here we are like we've built up like this great friendship we hang out we do the show together like i i didn't know any of this about you. like it, it makes me feel like i've been a bad friend like i haven't asked you enough questions about your life and about like your roots and, and what's important to you. Like here I am sitting here just feeling like absolute shit. Like I don't know my guy Hartzell. When you come on this show, Benny Heist, you gotta remember, I provide the therapy for you. Remember <laughs> when you call, that is your couch, You think it's inappropriate to ask the therapist the, the, the follow-up questions. Hey, tell me about yourself. <laughs> That's called deflecting, Benny Heist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. But at the same time, like this it's not it's not traditional therapy. Like we have we have these therapy sessions over the course of the Casey morning show but I, I thought it was a little bit more two-sided than this you know what we just discovered something benny heiss you know most folks they do what's called maybe retail therapy no on this your casey morning show Hartzell and benny we do what's called ringtone therapy get it because you call me every so often i i, I like it i mean <laughs> what, what's next you're probably gonna like tell me that like you have like a, you know, a long lost twin or something so like i don't even know like where to even go oh you haven't this. you you haven't met my twin brother zach wait shut up God damn it, Hartzell, I was I was making a, a joke. There's a, there's a Zach Gray. There's a Zach yes. and a Hartzell Gray. He's your twin. There's a Zach Gray with dreadlocks to his knees. Benny, he has been my twin my entire life. You have known me for like a quarter of my life. You should know these things. I was f***ing around. <laughs> First of all, that that's very cool. Like that's always sort of been like a, a secretive dream of mine to like be able to have like a twin sibling. I've always sort of wondered what that what that would be like. So you can you can fill me in on that. Yeah, it ain't all that great. No, he doesn't Venmo me enough, Benny. So it's just all right. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about this. And first of all, for for anybody that came in for for sports, boy, you are getting you are getting a treat today. Are you guys are you guys similar? Like, is he is he like a, a engaging personality? Is a little bit more introverted? Oh, like, Zach was... is the definition of introvert. He's super quiet. So he followed my dad's footsteps. He's a photographer in L.A. He ran track as well. Oh, right he went to he went to Belmont. Uh, go Bruins, I think, is there? Yeah, good, yeah. Good, good college basketball team for a long time. Oh, Belmont, no, Belmont for a while there, Benny, Belmont was a real-ass team. Belmont was like, I feel like there was a year, a couple years ago, where they were just dominating all season long, and then they lost. It might have been like to Davidson. Yep. I remember that's where, where Steph Curry went to school, for anybody yep. that's like trying to remember that. And I think they lost to Davidson. I think they're in the same conference, and they lost to Davidson it was like number one versus number two. And I think Belmont maybe lost like four games that year and they still didn't get into the tournament because that the stupid conference tournament decides who gets to go in. Yep. And even if you have a dominant season, like you have to be given an at-large bid. Was that Sunbelt Conference? Okay. Are you ready for this? Tell me. So, so Belmont is joining the Missouri Valley Conference in 2022. They left the Atlantic Sun to join the Ohio Valley Conference. There you go. So, there we go. I knew there was a sun involved. <laughs> So that's where Zach went, Benny Heist. There you go. Very cool. All right. So, so thank you for filling out. Like, I, I feel like not only I learned this about you, but maybe there might have been one new listener to the Kansas City Morning Show that was like, "Wow, Hartzell's got a twin. He went to Belmont. He's a photographer, and he lives in LA." Like, we we gave the people something new that they didn't expect today. But again, Benny Heist, don't get this part twisted. If you want to hit me up on Venmo, you can be a blood brother. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stress that enough. My brothers are for I, sale. I, I, 
<laughs> Listen, there's sometimes there's times where I'm like, I wonder what it'd be like. Oh, brother Benny, coming to the reunion. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see you at the barbershop, Benny Heiss. First of all, that would make me so happy. You, you genuinely have no idea. So, yes, the, the Venmo request is on its way. Benny Heiss, you know what makes me happy? Talking about life, maybe the occasional sport. I mean, we're about 10 minutes in. Do you want to talk about a sports <laughs> thing? I mean, honestly, yeah, we've learned. Let's talk this, some sports. This was mostly a life thing, and we're better for it already. I think so, too. I, I'm Honestly, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of, of what sort of that the, the big thing that, that's popping up for me. Like, obviously, the Chiefs are back. They're 10-point favorites against the Broncos. Andy Reid is, like, 1,001, you know, coming off of a bye. So they'll, they'll, they'll win this game on Sunday Night Football fairly easily i i actually i, I shouldn't say that I, I do think denver will cover um just because broncos actually been been playing pretty well and i think teddy bridgewater in his career um is like 20 something and two as a road underdog his nickname hartzell is teddy covers because that <laughs> dude just covers the spread left and right and and you know the chiefs have and the broncos actually for whatever reason that they've played some ugly games recently so i actually think that they'll they'll hang around a little bit but the Chiefs will get the win because that's just what Andy does coming off of a bye. I'm very curious to see what happens. I don't know if you've been following this uh, in baseball, but the, the lockout is underway. Like yeah, the- man. We are pleased to be joined by Jeff Passan. And, and Jeff, let's just start with, with what has to be hashed out. I know it's always money, but in this case, the specifics that we need to concern ourselves with are what? Oh, there are a few things, Scott, and I'm sorry I keep looking down at my phone because I'm expecting the lockout to, frankly, happen any minute at this point. Listen, the Major League Baseball Players Association wants a few things. They want to start off with for players to get paid earlier in their careers. Uh, they want free agent compensation uh, to go away. There are a number of things on the table for them, and they have to do with core economics because, frankly, they've lost out on core economics over the past couple of negotiations. Major League Baseball wants very simply to keep salaries flat. They don't care if they uh, pay players earlier. They don't care if they pay players later in their career. They just don't want to pay them more money. They want expanded playoffs. They want an international draft. For for the players, though, it's a very simple thing. They feel like they have gone backward financially over the last couple of years. And if you look, Scott, at the average salary for an average Major League Baseball player, it has stayed steady over the last five years. We got another strike on the way. Obviously, like mid 90s, that was a terrible time for baseball because it got so many fans just completely disinterested. They needed players to start, you know, shooting steroids into their asses for for people to have any sort of interest anymore. And then, of course, baseball denied that they were involved in it. Of course, that's that's completely untrue. But like baseball's finally starting to get a little bit of swag back. You had a really fun off season so far. Teams are signing guys left and right. We're seeing some money come through that field of dreams game, Benny. Yeah. Like you just finally had, and, and here's the thing, even the, the field of dreams novelty for people that are in, you know, that are the millennial generation and Gen Z, like they don't have any idea what the hell field of dreams is. I don't know anything about it. Like Kevin Costner to them is an old guy, but there was something that was kind of nostalgic and cool and a throwback. And I think people could appreciate it. And you had a really compelling world series with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, you had some really fascinating characters in the game. You had Shohei Otani, who's like the modern day Babe Ruth. Like baseball is making like a slight return back to somewhat levels of prominence and now they're they're going to screw this whole thing up again because the owners are going to be greedy and they're going to lock out the players. And somehow, because we're still living in this society, the, the players are going to be blamed for it because they make millions of dollars. But you know who makes millions of dollars? 
the owners, they have billions of dollars. Their teams are worth billions and they're trying to save and pinch every penny that they can. When, you know, some of these players are just asking for, for very reasonable demands. And you have to remember too, man, like they're just starting to like not pay minor leaguers peanut butter sandwiches for their salary. Yeah. So I, I really hope that they figure it out and understand that there is revenue coming in and the players hold strong. Because what always inevitably happens, and this is this isn't just for baseball, it's for every sport. The owners have all the leverage because they have all the money. And at some point, if you're a player in your your mid to late twenties and you're just trying to hang on for dear life and you need that salary, and that's the bulk of the players that aren't, you know, the guys that are making twenty, thirty, twenty-five million dollars a year. It's it's the guys that are just trying to bust their ass to get through. If they have the majority and the union has to represent everybody. Then they're going to come to the, the table with a deal and it's not going to work out for them. They get screwed and squeezed every time. So I, I hope this is an opportunity for anybody that's listening to really start to understand it from the player's perspective, the collective player's perspective, as opposed to the guys that are making 20 to $30 million a year. I hope that we can keep the momentum of what we were seeing with the NFL and the NBA with these players reclaiming their power, taking it back. I saw an article today, and I would love to get your opinion on this. You know, in the big scheme of what we've been going through in this panini, the last 20 months, you know, we've heard this phrase, the great resignation, right? It's, again, mm -hmm. workers reclaiming their power. It's not like we're sitting on the couch and collecting unemployment that's not actually true what is true is that we want better working conditions we want better pensions you want better this better that which we are owed yes and i think this is another case where sport is an absolute mirror of what's going on in just everyday society no doubt and i think the problem is is that in a lot of industries like it's still top one percent but i think if you went and just just if if you're, you're listening today and you're you're thinking about people that are, are in the in the restaurant hospitality industry. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're, you're at the top of the the chain, you're doing really well. But I, I think most people will sympathize with with folks in that industry that are trying to strike for solid conditions. Like I was part of the the Sports Illustrated Union before I moved on to to Minute Media, and all we were asking for is like reasonable conditions and have a purpose when it comes to diversity and inclusion hiring and practices and reasonable salaries and understanding that inflation is at an all-time high. So understanding that we need to be able to have a, a living wage. Like these are all straightforward balances. And I think because they're more traditional jobs, most folks will get behind that. Of course, you know, these people that are um, you know, running the company should have to, to pay their, their employees a, a fair amount and a reasonable amount. But when it comes to professional athletes, that goes away. Well, these guys get to play baseball for a living. Well, they're really damn good at it. And they're one of the 0.01% of people that have the ability to be able to do something like that. So I, I think just our mindset, like we can appreciate it from so many different other avenues. But once it gets to the professional athlete, People are less likely to support them just because of the salaries involved in that game. That's that's not their fault. They no. work their ass to get there. We'll wrap it up with this because I know you got more stuff to do. But I mean, you know, I saw in that same article something that I think a lot of folks don't realize until you cover MLB or the minor league system or you have a buddy who played pro ball. My buddy got drafted for the Pirates back in, what, 2010. He was my roommate. Mm -hmm. We lived together, you know. He was claimed, owned, if you will, by that organization for his first 13 seasons? Yeah. And there's nothing they can do about it. You're right. 
and and that's that's it's been a fascinating topic of discussion because the draft for a lot of these major sports has sort of been paramount to establishing like parity in the sport because that like fans care about that they want their to feel like their team has a chance so if your team sucks you get a higher draft pick like we've seen teams tank for the purposes of trying to get the the best player in the draft so that they can rebuild quicker and more efficiently and there's to a certain extent like I feel like that should should make sense, but for also like representing a capitalistic society where, you know, if you have a team and your owner wants to spend more money, then they should have the right to be able to do that as well. But there are salary caps and there's different floors. And in baseball, there's a luxury tax if you spend too much money. So there's there's all sorts of avenues Hartzell to pursue in this. And you're right, like it would be ideal if you just made all college athletes available to the highest bidder, that would be, be monumental. But I also think that like, if you're in a smaller market, like how screwed would you get in that process? I I don't know the answer to that question, but it is something absolutely worth considering because of the fact that if you go to college, you're not drafted into what places you're going to have to work. You know, it's part of that, the league and i understand that there's rules and regulations behind it but part of what's great about uh, being an american is you have the choice to go and choose where you want to work and what you want to do with your life well look at us benny heist we over here once again getting existential on a hump day baby benny again thank you for the walks we take because that was awesome we're talking baseball in december and we made it work we, we talked baseball in december we talked about the twins that we never knew we had <laughs> well i mean you knew i didn't know you know if i if i see my doppelganger walking around i, I gotta like make a stop at like target a little bit so maybe if i see my doppelganger walking around that you're gonna be the first person i let him know well i'll learn before you because your doppelganger is probably hanging out with my twin <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing Vinny eisler he is the managing editor at betsided.com we'll talk chief stuff closer to friday my brother i love you happy hanukkah i expect my day five gift is in the mail yeah it's that venmo request (laughs) get out of here goodbye benny see you bud that was really a productive segment wasn't it the kc morning show you're listening to the kc morning show